Okay, guys, so today is going to be a good one. We're coming from Nehemiah chapter 8. Um, we're basically going to speak about understanding the Bible and how you can actually uh, ask God for wisdom to understand it. Uh, in all your ways, just ask God for what you need. If you lack wisdom, you can ask for it and God will give it to you. Uh, I'll simply just saying. Holy Spirit, give me wisdom to understand the Bible. Translate it so I understand. And a great, great thing about the different translations that are out there is that you are able to look at New Living Translation, which is NIV, which I believe is like the greatest one to be able to truly understand the Bible in layman days term. And then they do have a, a 2020 Bible, which is excellent as well. Um, it's more up to date. It's the latest Bible, of course. So, getting started with Nehemiah chapter 8. And we're going to actually start with uh, verse 8. So, they they read distinctively from the book in the law of God. And they gave sense and helped them to understand the reading. See right there. They needed help to understand and to make sense of the reading. So if the people back in the Bible days needed help to reading the law of God, then there's nothing wrong with us needing help to understand the Bible, which is um, basic instructions while, um, while in the earth. Before leaving earth, excuse me. <laughs> basic instructions before leaving earth. Uh, so there's nothing wrong. You don't have to feel bad for not understanding the words because half of the names in there are just like, wow, okay, all right. So even myself, I had to ask Holy Spirit, please help me with these names. Uh, give me the gift to be able to understand the names in the Bible, to understand every story, every parable, everything that's being spoken in the Bible. Help me to understand it in a way that I can take it and I can eat of the word of God and that my soul can be fed. Because I always say, you feed your physical body, your skin, your flesh. Yes, you have to feed that. You also have to feed your spiritual man, which is your soul. And you do that by reading the word and spending time with God. Set aside, even if it's just five minutes. Just starting off small, five minutes a day, spending time with God and saying, God, I'm here. Holy Spirit, I'm here. Uh, overshadow me. Speak to me through the word of God. Let me hear what you have to say for my life. So I'm in alignment and I'm in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. That's what my mom used to say all the time. Be at the right place at the right time, doing the right thing with the right people. And so basically you could just, if you could spend just five minutes with God and just increase it as you, as you grow and you're just like, wow, this is amazing. Thank you, God, for letting me understand what this Bible is saying. And it, and you see the stories that the people go through in the Bible and that they actually go with modern time right now. And you can see, wow, if they went through that way back then. I can make it because I now have instructions on how what not to do because is the Israelites were truly an example of what not to do their whole entire from the beginning to end everything that the Israelites did I I mean goodness gracious if you go through the book of Joshua 
and um of the other books of the bible that have the about the israelites oh my goodness especially when moses was the leader good lord they complained so much so that's where i learned not to complain and all things give thanks for this is the will of christ jesus concerning me so basically getting back to my uh topic on today is if you don't know how to read the bible you could really just ask god it's that simple like really it truly is, and, and I am a living witness because there was a, a time when I would sit there and I would try to read the Bible, and I was just like, uh. just like that because I didn't understand it. And I was like, I got so frustrated because I was like, God, I'm trying to understand you, and I'm trying to understand what this Bible is saying, but I don't know what the heck is saying to me. And so I was just like, it just is making me feel worser than I did before I even came to read the Bible. That's a trick of the enemy. Root that back to the pits of hell. No. Be determined. Just like when you go to school. You pay for that college. Or you, if you paid for that degree. And you want to be in that, that field. Whatever field it is. Medical, teaching, degree. Whatever it is. You're going to focus in. You're going to harness in. And you're going to learn it. Same thing with the Bible. If you want to learn it. If, if you really want to. If somebody really wants something, they will set aside the time to do it. So God just wants to see, okay, am I important to you? You have to have a relationship with God just like you have a relationship with your kids or your loved ones or whoever in the world that you love the most. Um, everyone has somebody that they care about. I mean, you're not all alone in this world. No, someone's thinking about you, praying about you. And those who are single completely don't have a family, don't have any friends uh, you are loved. God loves you. And he wants you to know that he it can be your father. He can be your mother. He could be your sister. He could be your brother. He could be your grandmother. He could be your aunt and your uncle. He can be your comforter. The Holy Spirit can be your comforter. Because I know a time when my husband was in, in the hospital for all of those months. And yes, I had my children at home with me. But I was so lonely. The spirit of loneliness came on me so hard. Um, and I didn't realize it until I heard someone preaching about being lonely. And I thank God that, that God used that person, whoever that person was that I was listening to on that day, um, about the spirit of loneliness and the enemy uses that to defeat uh, anybody, to discourage people and make them sad, and especially old people. Good Lord. The spirit of loneliness is real and you have to rebuke that thing. But when I called upon the name of Jesus... When I started sitting in my on my couch, grabbing my blanket, grabbing my Bible, and cuddling up with the Word of God, and just sitting there, and literally like, I'm not leaving until I hear you say something that I know that you're speaking to me, and that you, and that I feel like I'm not alone anymore, and my parents didn't quite understand. They were like, you're not alone. You got all them kids in the house. No, I was lonely because of what I was going through. Because I was used to having my husband with me and we did everything together. We ate dinner together. It was not a night that that we ever went without eating dinner together. Except our, our wedding day on the stage. And that's why we made that commitment to each other. We would eat dinner together for the, for the rest of our lives. Um, and, and then we ate dinner together. And then after dinner we would watch. During dinner we would watch a show together. And we would talk about that show afterwards. And then we would um, talk about our days. 
our day and then we talk about the kids and you know we just had conversation i had somebody to talk to and we would go to bed about 11 or whatever but when i didn't have him there with me he was in the hospital and he had to be asleep at a certain time because of the the meds that he took and the timing that he had to take them in order to be able to get a good night's rest in order to be able to get up the next day to learn how to walk again um he didn't have time he didn't have time he didn't have time for me like you know um you know and so I had to just pray for you know our both of our strength because my husband wasn't used to being away from me I wasn't used to being away from him but the Holy Spirit comforted both of us and even when we came together it was just even more powerful because the Holy Spirit was with both of us and we no longer had that loneliness because my husband had that loneliness spirit when he was in the hospital and he couldn't see um see us for a certain amount of time when it had gotten better like when he had woken up out of his medical induced coma and months had went by and he was getting better and better and better and i had to go home and take care of things and i had to come back up to the hospital um three days a week i would stay with him um and he looked forward to those days and i looked forward to those days when we got to spend uh once a week together three three days out of the week but during those during those times when we were apart even when we were together the holy spirit just made it so much better because we had holy spirit with us we no longer had that loneliness spirit over us and i just thank god for just knowing that if you're lonely you can ask god holy spirit I need you as my comforter. I am so lonely. I can't even take it anymore. No one no one calls me. And if anyone texts me, then it's just like, hey. And they don't they didn't even know what to say. So um it was like conversation wasn't like impactful at all. And when someone did text me um, you know, it just, it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel like it was coming from a, a genuine place. And so I truly had to harness in on Holy Spirit and just have Holy Spirit as my everything. God is my everything. And I tell you, he will be just that same thing for you. Just the same thing for you. Holy Spirit can be your comforter if you just ask. And you can ask for wisdom to understand the Bible as you're reading it to get closer to God and so that loneliness goes away you're able to fill that void with the Holy Spirit with your Bible and it just feels so good to know that God cares about you and he even tells you scriptures in here where he loves you and fear not for I am God and I will hold you up with my righteous right hand and he also says I will never leave you nor forsake you this is all in the word of God and God will be your rock God will be your strength. God is my strength and my power. And he makes my way perfect. In 2 Samuel, verse 22, and in uh, chapter 22, verse 33. But, um, and he sets me on, and in my high places, like, God is with us. God is with us. It is God who avenges me. Uh, he delivers me from my enemies. You also lift me up above those who rise against me. That right there is just so precious to know 
that even when you have enemies and people hate you and people talk about you behind your back and you literally love them with everything within within you and God's like no I see what's going on behind the scenes that you can't see and he's like I'm, I'm, I'm going to comfort you I'm going to keep you I'm your fortress trust in me his word he's a light in darkness for you are my lamp O Lord the Lord shall enlighten my darkness. You're not alone. Yes, you may be in a dark place, but God will enlighten your darkness. That's coming from 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 29. Do you see how easy that was to understand and to be able to hear the word of God? It's, it's so good. It's so good to know. It's so good to know that you're loved by someone who never leave you nor forsake you. That he will love you until the end of the world. There's nothing like it. There's no other feeling in the world to know that, but to know that Jesus loves me and he will never leave me. He will never leave me. He will never leave me. My bi biological father, yes, he left. Who cares? It doesn't matter because that was all a part of God's plan. Because if it wasn't for him doing that, then I wouldn't have seen how amazing my God is and how he replaced my biological father with my daddy. And that my daddy, he loves me and he he loves me so much it's not even funny. Like I am his own, like I'm his own blood because I am. Like there is, that that, that does happen. <laughs> that That is true. Uh, that does really happen. And I just thank God because everything that you go through is for a reason. And if you just look at the word of God, you'll be able to see. Wow, God, I, I see why you took me through that. And I love you for it. And I thank you. You are the greatest Heavenly Father I could ever have. You are the greatest. You're greater than any earthly father I could have. You're greater than any earthly mother I could have. You're greater than any earthly sister, brother, aunts, uncles, cousins, uh, anything. <laughs> You're greater than any anything in the entire world. And God just wants you to know that by just picking up your Bible and reading it. All right, guys. Until next time, signing off, Carmela Vance. I love you. Bye-bye.